What's going on everybody? I hope you're all having a great day. Today we're going to be talking about how the 2021 foreclosure crash is going to happen for commercial real estate. Commercial real estate, as all of you know right now, is in deep waters. They're not doing so well. A lot of landlords, tenants, people who invest in commercial real estate, it's just not looking that good for them and things are getting very tough. Over here in Dallas, Texas, that's where I'm based, I'm going to be sharing with you all the info and all the news that I see as I do real estate every single day. There's a lot of stuff going on with bankruptcies, a lot of stuff going on with commercial real estate and things that have been honestly unexpected. Right now, just this morning I was reading, Studio Movie Grill officially files for bankruptcy chapter 11. SMG, the place that you would probably go to, the place that I would go to, and I used to get myself some buffalo boneless wings with french fries and they had some good, good dessert. That's what I used to get over there. Now, they're filing bankruptcy. Now, I want you guys to vision this with me. 40,000 square feet to 50,000 square feet is their typical space. If they file bankruptcy and they get out of the game, now that space becomes available for at least to a new tenant. A lot of square footage and not easy to fill out. And that's the base of this video that we're doing right now is to share with all of you how a foreclosure crash is going to happen. And I'm going to go into detail with all of this stuff. For me, just so you all know, I began my career with buying foreclosures from the auction. My first investment property from the auction, I can't even see the inside of this property and I took a risk to the extent that I had family coming to that house. I had my business partner's family come into that house and they actually started to cry because they were like, what in the world did you get yourself into? The property that I first purchased, my first investment, had trash up to my knees. It was unbelievable in every single room. But I saw a vision. I saw money to be made. And a month and a half later, over $20,000 in profit was made. And then you had family who was crying. They were laughing with me to the bank. Investments were a home run. Some investments made you know, quite some good money. But overall, it's something that once you start and you learn, you don't want to ever want to stop it. And that's what happened. We got Rahman over here. Can we expect church foreclosures? That's a real good question. Can we expect church foreclosures? I'm going to be giving you guys all these answers during the live stream. For everyone who is now tuning in, let me know where you're from. Drop down your state, drop down your cities, and let's discuss the real estate stuff. To answer your question real quick about church foreclosures, I see that being a little bit tough because they are nonprofit organizations. Yes, they still have to pay bills. Yes, they still have to do things necessary to keep the property up to code. But I don't see that as much happening like I would see that for retail, office space, etc. and commercial real estate. I wouldn't have my hopes up for it if that's what I'm trying to get across to you. Alright guys, so we got some news in the morning that Studio Movie Grill filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Now it's official. Now they said that ever since they opened after the pandemic, which the pandemic's not even done, but after they were able to open back up, they had five and a half months of almost zero revenue. Imagine that five and a half months of making no money, opening all of your locations, if not majority of them, and making absolutely no money when you're doing that. It's crazy. The company's payroll shrunk from 7,200 employees to 34. These are accurate numbers. These are numbers that are being spoken around everywhere. 
7,200 employees, their payroll was to 34 is what it shrunk to. Studio Movie Grill is like AMC. They're getting crushed. But Studio Movie Grill is a different experience where you're sitting inside and you can order chicken tenders and buffalo wings and desserts and sweets and you name it, whatever you want, you can order as you're sitting in your chair. It's a real cool concept, but the truth is you got Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, all these streaming platforms that are crushing, I'm telling you, crushing this stuff that's going on with AMC and Studio Movie Grill and other theaters that you have to physically go to. Now, if you came to me and asked me, would you rather watch at home or would you rather go to a theater and watch a new movie? Personally, I'd go to a theater. The experience is awesome. The vibe is awesome. The getting out of the house is awesome. So I prefer theaters and to see them shutting down is not something I'm happy for. It's something that I wouldn't want because I like new movies to get released. I like to go watch these new movies outside the house. But the market's the market and the market is talking, guys. Keep in mind, you got... 40,000 to 50,000 square feet for Studio Movie Grill that officially filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy, which means that that space is going to come up for lease, which means that it's now dead empty retail space, which means that the landlord who leased out to them is sitting there scratching his head, wondering, how am I going to collect payment to be able to go pay the bank that I'm in debt with? And you guys see where things are going. This is exactly why this video is titled out. There are 20, 30, 40,000 square feet. And in one day span, I wake up only to hear the news that three, four tenants just walked out. They were there for 10, 15, if not 30 years. They just walked out. And the reason was all my employees decided they want to take unemployment benefit, make $600 plus a week, and they're cool with that. Only to realize that the owner didn't want to shut, but he had to because there's no more employees. And now, as you guys see, when the unemployment benefit stopped, it halted, and it's not being given anymore, they're doing that on purpose because they want people to go to work and get motivated. It's real, and it's happening. You have AMC's stock getting crushed. AMC's stock was at $35 in 2017, and ever since then, it's just been $0.88. Cents. I invested in it at $4. And I was like, it's so low, there's no way it's going to go lower. And it actually shot up to 6 $7. Couple weeks later, couple months later, it's at two dollars and ninety-eight cents. Those who don't take their profits and those who keep hoping is not the right way, especially if you're investing in the stock market. So AMC is getting crushed, just like Studio Movie Grill. AMC says that they will run out of cash by the end of 2020, if not early 2021. They have 418 million dollars. Imagine they're saying they will run out of that money by the end of the year, if not early 2021, if they don't get more investors on board to help them out, they're actually sinking. A lot of businesses are sinking, not just them. So it's something that's not easy at all. Najib is saying, I don't know if they can convert 40, 50,000 square feet of indoor space to completely outdoor space. It costs way more money to make all those cars fit. So I don't know. You can make it into a gym. You could make it into a gym, but don't forget, gyms are also getting crushed. If I'm not mistaken, 24-hour filed for bankruptcy, and they're in hot waters too. So gyms are getting crushed. You have big players who invest in big shopping centers where LA Fitness is the tenant there, and they're not even paying their rent to the landlords. So they're getting crushed too, so I don't know if it would be that either. There's so many businesses. Right now we have Studio Movie Grill who's filing for bankruptcy, JCPenney, Pier 1, Chuck E. Cheese, Neiman, uh, Neiman Marcus, 
the list is unreal. Neiman Marcus was going to build a facility 250,000 square feet in New York Hudson Yards. They're actually downsizing now, and there are so much talks about what's happening. They're saying that they were looking to build 250,000 square feet of space for their location in there in New York. 250,000 square feet. Now, what's going to happen with that space? What's going to happen with all that, with all that space? You got Chuck E. Cheese, they take 9,000 to 14,000 square feet of space. When they file bankruptcy and they leave the business and the industry, what's going to happen to that space? You got Pier 1. Pier 1 was purchased by Ty Lopez, which is honestly impressive. If you bought it for $31 million, they take 10,000 square feet of space typically, and all their locations are shutting. Ty Lopez has taken it straight to online e-commerce only. What's going to happen to their space? You got JCPenney who takes about 100 to 120,000 square feet of retail space that is just going to sit there. Either you're going to find a new tenant or you're going to have to lease it out for a dirt cheap price and the cash flow is not going to make sense and the landlords are going to go underwater because it is not going to be easy to lease out that much square feet, especially when every month you got payments to make. Even if you got forbearance, when that forbearance ends, what's going to happen? So forbearance is not there to save anybody. It's there to just relieve temporarily. When I talk about a foreclosure crash and I talk about the market dipping and the market not doing what it's supposed to be doing, you got to understand that almost every 10 years, something comes into the market and levels it out. Right now, this is something that we didn't expect. This wasn't a mistake from the banks who were over lending. This wasn't a mistake from the government by doing something. This was a natural cause which is the virus. Now this virus is leveling out the play fields for pricing of real estate, for businesses in the industries, and for a shift in the market overall. That's why in business, if you can't pivot or you can't shift your business model, you're gonna get crushed. So we're right now in an industry, in an economy, in a market where the playing field is being leveled out. Businesses are shutting every single day. Businesses can't survive. New competition is rolling in, old competition is leaving out, and there is just so much going on. So when you ask yourself, how is there going to be a foreclosure crisis? When you ask yourself, how is the market going to crash? Ask yourself, when is it going to crash? People predict that. Whether it's three months, nine months, and two years, we don't know. I was just reading an article this morning that says that the forbearance program for homeowners may get pushed until December 31st, 2021. So for those of you who are saying the market is going to crash tomorrow, it can get pushed out all the way until December 31st, 2021. So there is no when can it happen. If the government wants to inject steroids into the market, they can do that and they can keep everything floating and they can keep everybody happy short term just to make things survive. So we don't know. But the point is, is know what's happening so then you can know when things could happen and you're better prepared and that's the game of everything. We got Steven saying, where do you think the opportunity is? I love that question. That question is so clean and so simple, but the answer for it is going to be so bulky because there is opportunity everywhere. Now I'm going to tell you where I see opportunity personally. I went to a center yesterday, actually a couple days ago, maybe four or five days ago, and it was an empty building. This building was 15,600 square feet. It's sitting on 2.3 acres of land. This is just an empty restaurant building that used to be a restaurant and is not a restaurant anymore. 
It's gated, it's boarded, it's just beat up and it was just sitting empty. I went to this property, why? Exactly to answer your question, where is the opportunity? I went to this property to see what can I do with it? Can it be bought cash for a very cheap price? Can it be redeveloped, repurposed, recreated into something else? They were asking for that property $800,000. My assumption after looking at it, if you gave them a solid cabinet complex, something that's multifamily. I went there, I saw it, I walked it, it didn't work. It's just too much redevelopment, too much rearranging. It just didn't make sense monetary-wise. So to answer your question of where the opportunity is, it's where you want it to be and what you want to do with it. What I see today is fine commercial buildings that are sitting empty, that are not being leased out, that the landlords are struggling and pick those deals up for dirt cheap and find a way during your option period, your feasibility period. This is a period where you can do inspections, you can do whatever you want and you still have the chance to back out. Get yourself a long one, two, three, four, five, six months, if not a year, a long inspection period and find a way to repurpose that property. Buy it dirt cheap, repurpose it, refinance it and just keep flipping in the game. Right now there's opportunity all over, but that's the opportunity that I'm purposely looking in, that I'm actually keeping my eyes open for, but you can also do that in a lot of other things, just like in homes. Find somebody who's struggling, can't make their payments, jump in, bail them out, and then rehab it. You can rent it or you can flip it. Either way works, but that's where I see the opportunity is, and that's something that I'm personally doing myself. There's a lot of opportunity, there's a lot of properties, there's a lot of investors out there, and there's investors, just so you all know, who wait for this stuff to happen. They sit with a couple hundred million dollars cash, and every 10 years they invest it into the market. Every 10 years they jump back in. They get it when it's low, and they ride it when it's high, and then they keep repeating it. So, a lot of people are hurting, but also a lot of people are making millions and millions and millions of dollars in today's market. And the people who have the cash right now are the people who are doing the best and the people who are the smartest. If you are someone who went a couple years ago, one or two years ago, and blew all your cash on a Lamborghini, that wasn't the smart move. If you're someone who could have bought that Lamborghini but kept the three, four, five hundred K in cash, you're smart because right now that three, four, five hundred K in cash is probably worth eight, nine hundred thousand in today's market because negotiations are endless when everybody is desperate. Najib is saying, I thought the crash already happened. The crash didn't already happen. A lot of people say the crash already happened, but in my opinion, it didn't. Nothing really shook. I mean, New York is getting slammed. California is getting slammed. But the real crash is we're talking about a pullback on all properties, on all real estate. I read this morning. I read a lot, by the way, if you don't, if you don't know that. I read this morning that JLL and Cushman and Wakefield, which are two real estate brokers, two of the biggest commercial real estate brokers out there, JLL and Cushman and Wakefield. They're huge. They're commercial real estate brokers. Now, Cushman and Wakefield is out seeking for help. They're struggling. They're not doing so good. They've been doing so good since 2007, ever since the crash happened, and then they started to pack up their properties, but they're not doing so good right now. So Cushman and Wakefield went out for the hunt, and there is talks that JLL and Cushman and Wakefield may merge. Now you're talking about one of the biggest commercial real estate firms, one of the biggest commercial real estate brokers out there who's gonna be merging because they are hurting. 
Everybody's hurting. It's not just small people or big people. It's everybody being hurt in this market. It's not exciting, but it's also something that you got to be ready for. And also, if you're a landlord or somebody who's got money, try to help out the people who need the help. Don't just try to make a quick buck and kick everybody out the properties you're trying to buy. Try to help because God doesn't forget those who helps. So be somebody who helps and be somebody who gives assistance whenever you can. Making money is great, but also helping as you're making money is beautiful and you can never go against that. So there you have it, guys. What I see is commercial real estate getting slammed, slaughtered in all aspects. What I mean by that is you got a lot of big players filing bankruptcy. You got small, imagine this, if the big players are filing bankruptcy, you got the small players who are also getting out of business. You got leases being broken. You got landlords not collecting their money. You have banks not being paid. This all will lead to a foreclosure crash. This all will lead to something that is not so good. When? Nobody knows. But you over here on this live right now, getting that knowledge is what's most important because you're gonna be prepped and ready when you see that opportunity and you're gonna remember this video right now. So thank you all for joining on that aspect and I hope that you guys win big.